Welcome to the Switch Leader Podcast, where we decide today the leader we will be tomorrow. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Switch Leader Podcast. My name is Josh Baldwin. I'll be your host today, and I'm excited because I'm getting to hang out with my buddy, Luke Reynolds. Luke, thanks for joining us on the podcast today. Hey, thanks for having me. I really appreciate being on. Hey, man, I love it. If you would take just a minute, kind of share a little bit about yourself, just introduce yourself. We haven't had you on here before, so just allow our other switch leaders to have a little bit of an idea of who you are. Yeah, like you said, my name is Luke Reynolds. I get to be the youth pastor at our Catoosa location, so shout out to my Catoosa people. Located just out east of Tulsa, and we've been here for about two and a half years, going on three, me and my lovely wife, Anna. We have one daughter. She is Her name is Halen, and she is six months old and just a ton of fun. We were talking about this earlier, you and I, and, and just talking about just how happy she is. And it's it's mm-hmm. some of the best times in our life right now. So we're having a blast. Luke was talking about how his daughter's always happy. And it just made me think, you know, that next kid might not be. So you just be ready because you know, there's just no <laughs> way to know. So I'm, you know, my, yeah. my first kid, Eli, never mind. We're not going to go there. He's a super sweet kid now. <laughs> he just, you know, was hard on us at first. So I'm excited to talk this week with Luke about the topic of turning students into leaders. So we all have students, a lot of small group leaders listening right now. Even if you're not a small group leader, you're a part of Switch, you're in youth ministry, you're hopefully in some way leading students. But we often can find ourselves in a little bit of a trap of thinking, well, they're just kids. And so like, well, you know, we're just kind of helping them get through this season of life. When in truth, what we really do believe is that they're not the leaders of tomorrow. They're the leaders of today. And if we believe that, then there's probably some things that we need to do to help them see that become a truth. I think in any given small group, there could be students that are in several different stages of maturity in their faith. So there could be some that are much further along, some some that are very new in their faith. Tell me this, do you think that it is a small group leader's responsibility to help students identify their next steps? Or do you think maybe it's more of just something that happens through osmosis? Just they're a part of Switch, they're a part of our youth ministry. And so by attending Switch, next steps just kind of come themselves. Yeah, I mean, I'll tell you right off the bat, the obvious answer, and that is, of course, absolutely, it is a switch leader's responsibility to continue to point students to next steps. We tell our leaders that do so all the time, like, don't waste an opportunity. Don't waste a single right. opportunity that you have a student within earshot of, of, of what you're talking about. And there are opportunities, if we just look for them, there's opportunities every single time we're around our students to be pointing them to next steps. And leaders hear me when I say this, don't look at this as a task. Don't look at this as maybe a metric to measure how many students you're getting plugged in. Look at this as an opportunity that God has put in front of you because it is one of the greatest opportunities that we have been given. And what we talk about sometimes here is just the the trickle down effect that it has. When you lead a student to a next step, what we see is we see students get involved, get plugged in, start taking those steps, getting, whether it's serving on the weekend or inviting or whatever it is, reading the Bible and sharing it with their friends. We see that continue to happen to where they lead somebody else to that step. And what you'll see down the road is you'll see the fruit of that. You'll see generations changed. You'll see families changed. 
And sometimes you won't quite see that right away and that's okay. But be encouraged by the fact that just having one simple conversation about a next step can lead to so much change and so much development spiritually for our students. Right. I, I think of the idea that like you don't end up anywhere great by accident. People don't accomplish goals by accident. They accomplished yeah. them because they were really, really intentional to do something. And we talked a few weeks ago, even about goals that we're placing on our small groups. As a leader, like, am I being intentional enough to go, hey, I want to see something really great happen for my small group. And therefore, I'm going to have to be intentional to lead them there. And so I, I just think of our own faith walk, think of what you want for your families. Think of any other situation where you find yourself in a circle of influence. And if you really want for that influence to be taken advantage of and for you to really be able to help someone, you are going to have to be intentional to help somebody make that next step. And so what are some practical next steps that students could take? Like I said, students in our groups are in various different places. You could have a student that's brand new to the church that maybe hasn't even made a decision for Christ yet. And then right. you have students all the way to the other end of that spectrum that have a relationship with Christ, have for years, their family's a part of the church. And so they're in a very different place. So what are some practical next steps? Man, like you said, there's, there's, so, many, there's so many possibilities. As a small group leader, you've got tons of students in your group to begin with. Like, I don't know how big your group is, but you're going to have every one of them is in a different spot in their faith. And so for some students, like you talk about that new student that hasn't made a decision for Jesus yet, and maybe they're here for the first time, a simple next step is just attending Switch next week or attending church on the weekend. For somebody who right. maybe needs a little push in their faith that you can tell is, is just kind of spiritually dry, and encouraging them to read their Bible more or starting a Bible plan with them to just put that habit in place. Maybe inviting a friend to church with them because we know that switch is more fun when we've got friends with us. But there's some of your students in your groups that have been coming to switch for a while. They're consistent and you see so much potential in them that they may not see themselves. It's untapped and they just need a little nudge into getting involved in what's happening at their church. And so they need to be plugged into serving. These are, these are all great examples of steps that the students can be taking. But I like what Pastor Craig has said in the past, where when we're talking about starting new habits, when we're talking about trying to work towards being better and bringing the change in the life we want to see, in our life that we want to see, just starting with something simple, starting with something small, a, a small habit. And for some of these students, that's exactly what they need. Some of these things can seem really daunting and really, really big. Sometimes they just need to pick one thing to focus on. And you as the leader right. can encourage that to be something that helps them continue to become the person that Jesus has created them to be. I love that you kind of narrowed it down and you go, hey, just, just one thing, like give them one step. So Luke, tell me this. We know that serving in the church, student leadership. We used to call it swerve. Now we call it just being a student leader. We know that that's something that our church places a really high value on. We have for a really long time. We place a huge emphasis on students engaging in their spiritual community, serving in their church. Luke, can you give us a little bit of, of a reason why? Why is it so important to us? 
Man, I, this is something that, that makes me really excited because I'm proud to work for a place that puts such a big emphasis on students leading the way. Because what we know is that when we look at Generation Z and, and then Generation Alpha coming up right behind them, some of the most cause-driven generations that we've ever seen. Um, but they're also a generation that is hungry to be involved in right. leading and being a part of what the church is doing because they're so cause driven, they are, they're here to serve. And as far as the church goes, we, we say it all the time that they're the leaders of tomorrow. They're not just the leaders of today. They're the leaders of tomorrow or sorry, I screwed that up. They're not just we the get leaders the point. of tomorrow, you know. but they're the leaders of today, <laughs> right? There it is. Right. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, they are, they're making a difference right now, like in, in their schools, in communities, Generation Z, the front end of it is now going into the workforce. They're making a difference. And the second that we look at it as, ah, they're just a student, they're not going to make that big of a difference. We are, we are fools for thinking that. The right. thing is, is we talk about all the time with our leaders, with our attenders, with our students, is there are people that God intentionally put in your path for you to impact. And don't let anybody look down on you for your age. And, and this is so important because there is so many different kinds of people that we see walking through our doors every single week that students have an impact on. They are they not only bring fun to the ministries that they're involved in, but they also lead people at all different age levels. I've seen students who have had impacts on their peers as they take steps in their faith, as they get involved, like we talked about earlier. They lead other people to action that are their age. But I've also seen, in instances, students leading adults to action. I've seen students leading right. their families to action. Here in Katusa, something that, that we see quite a bit, honestly, is students who get involved, and then we see their families start showing up. And what that tells me right there is that it wasn't the parents that necessarily got their, their, their kids involved in church and, and involved in what was happening here, but it was the students that started that. And... Like I said earlier, man, I'm just so happy Happens that we get to be time. a part of a place. Yeah, that we that we get to be a part of a place that that puts an emphasis on this because it's so important. The second we lose sight of that, we we stop growing as a church and not just like inside, but I'm talking about in the way that we reach people for Jesus. And so I think that's why we put such a such a big emphasis on it. I would go as far as to say if you find yourself in a place of thinking, man, they're really though they're just kids and like they're just, that, it's just not they're not leaders yet. You have two options. You either need to check yourself or you need to find another ministry to serve in. Because <laughs> I promise you that we don't need people who think differently than that. We do not need people thinking that are serving and switch thinking, "Ah, it's not their time yet." No, we need people who know it is their time right now. Right. Because we need yep. people who are looking far enough ahead to go, you know what? I realize that if they're 15 right now, that means that they are 20 in five more years. And I've lived enough life to know that five years will be gone in a hurry. That like mm -hmm. it happens really fast. And so even though right now we can look and go, man, this is just an immature kid. That might be the case. That might be the reality of right now. But if we don't help them start preparing for the future, the future will get here and they won't be prepared. And so it's our job to help them do that. And part of being prepared is getting in the game, is right now finding a way to contribute. And so we want to see students serving in our church. Now, this means 
that you, like I said earlier, you have students in your group that still don't have a relationship with Jesus, that have all kinds of different belief systems, but there is something about this church that just keeps bringing them back. And they're like, man, I think I want more. And I definitely, I've got questions, but I'm right there all the way to another student who is on fire for Christ. And I need you to know something. There's a place for every one of those students to serve in our church. Now, That's it right. doesn't mean that every one of them is going to serve in Life Kids. It could mean that some of them are greeting at doors on host team or are helping filling up, fill up coffee or helping in the parking lot. But it means that there is a place for them to contribute in this church. And the sooner we can help plug them in, the sooner they can be more and more and more exposed to a community of people that love Jesus and love them. And that is a win. Now, Luke, one last question, and we'll kind of wrap this thing up. What is one thing that you hope every switch leader is doing? If I have to pick one thing, I would say this, be consistent, be consistent. And that is one thing to take away from this, but it's, it's multifaceted because there are so many different areas to be consistent in. Number one, First and foremost, be consistent in your faith, in your walk with Christ, so that you can pour into your students. That is first and foremost, most important before you even think about pouring into students. We have to be continually looking for ways to develop in our faith. And being consistent for them just may look like checking in throughout the week as they're going throughout their week, checking in on them, being consistent to switch. I will preach this until I'm blue in the face, Josh. This is so important because when we look over I mean, I've, I've been doing this for just about four years now. And in that four years, I've seen a bunch of different success levels of switch groups and the groups that had a consistent leader who was there and not just consistently at switch, but consistently plugged into their lives. Those switch groups were incredibly successful. You saw students stepping up and taking steps in their faith. And here's the deal. You never know. And maybe you do know if you're a switch group leader, you may know this. But you never know when that's the only consistency that they get in their week. They may go home to to a home that they don't get that kind of consistency. They may not get the kind of love and grace and mercy that that you have the ability to show them at Switch. And, and so this is why I believe consistency is so important. And so consistency matters when we're looking at pouring into students and leading them to take steps in their faith, whether it's serving, reading the Bible, inviting people with them just growing the church, being consistent matters so much. Absolutely, it does. Luke, thanks so much for sharing with us today. And man, I just want to make sure that everybody feels empowered and encouraged and motivated. If you've got students in your small group who don't currently serve in the church, just know that that's a next step. It doesn't, it almost doesn't even matter where they're at right now. Like I don't, I can almost just, just broadly make that statement that there is a place for them to serve in the church. If you have a small group full of students and none of them serve in the church, I'm going to challenge you to ask yourself why. I'm not telling you that that means that it is your fault that none of your students serve. What I am saying is that if none of them serve and you kind of reflect on that and you realize, man, you know what? I really haven't talked to them about that. Maybe I mentioned something once, but serving in the church has not been a consistent thread in our conversation. My challenge to you would be to make it one. Make serving in the church something that they are going to consistently hear about. 
to the point that they know this is something that our small group leader cares about because being an investor in this church, not just being a consumer, not just coming and taking, but being a contributor is something that we value. And if they see that you believe in them and they see that you believe they have something to invest, I promise you they will jump in. But if you are waiting on them to see it themselves, you'll be waiting for a long time. So do everything you can. Step in. You are the one with leader on your back. You are the one who we have trusted to give a platform to lead students. And so do that. Don't sit around and just wait on them to lead themselves. We need for you to lead. Take the reins and lead them to take a step. I would love it if you would set a goal and say, you know what, by the end of this month, I want to have at least half of my small group signed up to serve. And I promise you, it's absolutely doable. The you, you decide over the next four weeks, I'm going to keep on talking to them about it. Every single week, I'm going to make sure that they have the link to sign up, and I'm going to challenge them to start serving in the church on the weekend. It will surprise you how much weight your words carry. We love you all so much. We are so grateful that you listen to this podcast, that you're intentional to listen every single week. We know that that means you care. Thank you so much for caring. And as we say every week, thank you so much for joining us on the Switch Leader Podcast, where we decide today the leader we will be tomorrow. Oh,